Hello, welcome back to another episode of This Lonely Bitch. My name is Ava. I am your host. I am your host, creator, producer. And I'm very happy to have you here. Thank you so much for being here. Um, I just realized that my website says, like, I refer to myself as known ho and walking red flag. I wrote that as a joke. (laughs) I could potentially be considered a red flag, a walking red flag specifically. Um, Known ho was just me being cheeky. Also, I think it sounds really funny. No, this is not a thing. It's not a thing. Um, Yeah, so I started the podcast because I was upset about this guy in Malta, but what happened if we can backtrack to about two years ago March of 2021 was when my dad died and he died and the day of his funeral I was sitting with my youngest sister and my eldest sister's eldest daughter who is an adult she has a house she's such an adult And I just announced out of the blue, I think I want to get married and have kids. (laughs) For those of you who don't know, I have spent my entire adult life being very vocal about not wanting to have kids. Marriage, I never really cared so much about, but definitely the kids thing. Like I've been super vocal about it. Not because I have a problem, obviously, with people having kids. It's more, it's the problem. The problem I have is with people just doing it automatically. Just seeing it as, you know, something you do in life. I can't think of what the, what the actual word is. But like, it's not a thing you want. It's just something that you do because it's... Fuck, what is this word? I keep thinking of a threshold. It's not a threshold. Anyway, you know, it's uh, it's one of the things that you check off your list of things to do as an adult. Marry, have children, buy a house, or buy a house, marry, have children, whatever, right? These things. These things that I don't really care about. I never really cared about. Anyway, that's a really long way to explain that to you. I have never wanted this. And everyone who knows me knows that I have never wanted this. And not only have I never wanted this, I have also been very vocal about it. But I looked at the faces of my sister and my niece. And they were genuinely, they looked horrified. If I can say, they looked like they were actually horrified. And I looked at their faces and I was like, maybe this is grief. Like maybe I'm suddenly wanting this because I'm experiencing grief. You know, it's like the shock of the death of my father and and then the oncoming grief. And maybe that's it. Maybe that's all that's happening. So I kind of put it in the back of my mind and I didn't really give it much thought until I left New York a year later 
so I'd been living mostly outside of the States before COVID. And then thank God I was back during COVID because I got to be there for my father's death and to spend some time with him before he died. But, you know, I left kind of as soon as I felt ready, I felt ready to leave again. And I didn't want to fly because I had all this anxiety about international flights. I don't like flying in the first place. I'm not afraid of the airplane. I just don't like the whole, the whole process. I find it, I find it undignified, quite frankly. <laughs> um, so what I did instead was I took a train to Florida. And from Florida, I took a cruise to Europe. I spent three weeks on that cruise ship. It was still COVID time, so it was not at capacity. So it became kind of an intimate group. As you can imagine, the people who have the time to spend three weeks on a cruise are probably retired. <laughs> so I made a lot of friends in their 60s, 70s, 80s, okay, mostly 70s. And I kept telling them, you know, oh, at the time I was 38, so I'm 38, you know, I never wanted to get married, I never wanted to have kids. And I can't tell you how many stories, how many people would listen to me and just very gently say, you know, I had a friend who didn't have a kid until she was 46. My sister didn't have a kid until she was 43. My mother had me when she was 42. Things like this over and over and over again. And it was like, you know, the universe was conspiring to make it clear to me that I had time. I have time to choose someone suitable and I have time I have time and okay this was interesting and it was something I noted but was still kind of like well maybe this is something that I'm thinking about just because my father died and you know I'm crazy <laughs> with grief you know and then I wound up in Malta and in Malta I met that guy and one day, he and I were at the beach. We were just sitting out, looking at the water. He grew up in Malta. And so he has all these memories of being at the beach with his family, swimming, playing, hours and hours and hours at the beach. He looks like a swimmer. You look at him, he has total swimmer's body. You know, he's been swimming since he was a kid. And something happened Something happened. I suddenly remembered spending a lot of time at the beach myself with my family because my father, when I was a kid, was an avid fisherman. He loved fishing. You know, he had this very kind of restless mind and this was something that brought him a lot of peace. So we would often go as a family with daddy to go fishing. We'd have a picnic, we'd do some barbecue, we'd spend the whole day, right? 
at the beach. And then we'd go home. And I thought, you know, it had been, God, it had been so long since I'd thought about this. And it had been so long since I had, you know, remembered this, like remembered those moments. Like, yeah, oh yeah, when I, you remember like, oh yeah, when I was a kid, I used to go fishing with my dad. Okay, but like to actually have those memories resurface, like the actual memories and the, the visual of those memories, like listening to the guy in Malta talk about his own childhood in the water and remembering my childhood spent at the beach I don't know something just kind of opened up inside of me and I realized oh I okay another embarrassing admission I spent a lot of years being really bitter about my childhood I did not have an easy childhood okay but who does was not easy and just being really bitter and angry about it I think I'm honestly I I think I am honestly still working through this bitterness um whatever don't psychoanalyze me so but but listening to him and being there in Malta listening to his stories you know I just became flooded like flooded with that old feeling Uh, like this feeling of like all this joy all this joy I experienced with my family in those moments and how sweet and how pure you know like just pure joy simple simple joy and I thought oh I understood I understood something inside me opened up and I'm like I have all these happy memories from my childhood and I think I always was afraid that I wouldn't be able to give happiness to a child. I thought, no, you have all of this, this like memory bank of happy memories. You have all of this experience of happiness and joy that you've been hiding, but now you are accessing it. And because I was able to finally access it again, you know, I thought this is something I could give. This happiness, this joy is something I can actually give to someone, you know? So this is why I can't talk to the guy in Malta (laughs) because I kind of hate his guts, but I'm also (laughs) deeply, deeply grateful for the experience. (laughs) I don't have to be perfect about it, okay? (laughs) I'm super grateful for the experience because, yeah, I wouldn't, I don't know that I would have felt that, that shift, this opening without him without being there I needed to be at the beach you know I needed to talk to someone who also spent a lot of time at the beach as a kid with the whole family anyway 
So I'm telling this story because someone asked me, and I've been asked this a lot since I started this podcast. Obviously, I'm sharing with people something that I want. And, you know, I'm not 25, like my ovaries, (laughs) my ovaries, (laughs) my ovaries. Uh, who knows? <laughs> no, but seriously, like, I don't know. People seem to have a lot of opinions when you, when you have a thing that you want um, and you're sharing it, which could be crazy. Sometimes I'm like, maybe I shouldn't share that this is something I want, you know, but I think, I think it's important. I think it's important. I always have had the attitude that any time I grow and I do something new and I do something different and I do something that I had to be really brave to do or just stupid which is probably more often the case whatever something unusual something different and I had to do it and I didn't know anyone else who had done it and I had to figure it out myself you know I always think you did this thing and you let other people know you did it so that they know that they can do it too. So, you know that you can start a podcast where you talk about your goddamn feelings, as humiliating as they are, and someone out there is rooting for you. I won't listen to it, but I'm rooting for you. (laughs) Um, No. So people have opinions, and they're like, well, what if you don't get what it is you want? Have I talked about this already? I feel like I've already talked about this. The question still lingers. And then someone actually said that I was crazy. Not about this, but like saying that I was like crazy. And I think they're all connected. It's like, when do you know? How do you know? How do you know that you're not crazy? How do you know? I ask myself myself this quite often to be to be frank how do you know I don't know that I'm not crazy I really don't fucking know and you know what I meet people (laughs) with a lot of mental health issues honestly and I'm like what's different what's different I don't know what's different one person I don't know, like I have social skills and that makes it easier for people to accept my quirks, my eccentricities, and maybe someone else doesn't have the same social skills. I'm really lucky. Both my parents are very charming, likable people. I feel like everyone in my family is very charming and likable. And I think this is honestly such a tremendous inheritance of mine. to be charming, to be likable, to have people trust you. You know, I get that from them for sure. So what's the difference? I don't know what the difference is. Sometimes I think the difference is just that, you know, I'm packaged a little differently. I'm more palatable. And then does that mean that what I want is actually fucking crazy? And that I'm setting myself up for disappointment. I really don't think so. But how can I know? How can I know? 
How will I know? Can't trust the feeling. How will I know? You can't trust the feelings. Whitney Houston said it. You can't trust. <laughs> she fucking said it. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like I feel like I have such a deep sense of conviction, even when I have moments where I feel shitty and I feel bad, which of course happens. <laughs> like I have this deep sense of conviction that if you are doing work and constantly refining things, you'll get there. You'll get to what it is you want. Like the question is like, what if you end up in a relationship and it's not the way you want it to be. And I'm like, well, first of all, I have literally never consciously thought about how I would like a relationship to be. Never in my life before now. Never in my life before now. I've never thought about it. I've always been like, he's cute. We have chemistry. He's kind of funny, you know? That's it. That's it. And he seems like a good person. Literally, that's it. So I think I always got what I was looking for because I wasn't looking for anything beyond that. That's it. So then I felt disappointed. But I never sat down and was like, this is what's important to me. This is something that I like. This is something that I want. This is something I'd really like to avoid. These are the kinds of conversations I would like to have. This is how I would like to feel when we're having these conversations. I would like the relationship to be easy. I don't want to be fighting all the time. I don't have energy for that. There's other shit I want to do. You know, things like this. And I really feel like, okay, so let's say the Malta situation, I was disappointed. What was I disappointed about? I didn't go into that thinking, I want to have a relationship with this guy. I came out of it thinking, holy shit, I really do want to get married and have kids, you know? And he showed me that. Whatever happened between us showed me that, confirmed that for me, confirmed. But not necessarily with him, right? And then what about the guy here? Also, still not certain. Also, I think I just needed a body. I think I just needed a warm body, <laughs> quite frankly. <laughs> um, that's okay too, you know? And then in Croatia, this guy I went on some dates with and we never got physical, like, it was so great to actually have conversations about kids. Like, how would you raise your kids? Blah, blah, blah. What would it be like? We were on the tram one day in Zagreb, Croatia. And I'm talking about a guy I met in Croatia that I went on dates with. I've mentioned him before. We just went on dates. Nothing happened. But he was the first person I spoke to openly about wanting to have children and wanting to get married. Like, on a, on a date. And, like, actually doing, like, that whole interview thing, you know? This is what I want. What do you want? Let's talk about it, you know? So he wants to have kids, but he and I were on a tram and 
this kid comes onto this empty tram. It's just the two of us and is running on the tram and running down the length of the tram car. And the guy was so startled. He's like, what is this kid doing running? (laughs) You know? And he was a little afraid, you know? And I looked at him and I was like, that's what kids do. Kids run. (laughs) And he was so, the look on his face was like, he was very cute, a little sheepish. <laughs> like, that's what kids do. What do you expect the kid to do? Anyway, I don't think I'm crazy. I could be crazy. I could be out of my fucking mind. But who has ever accomplished anything without believing that they might be even just a little crazy? Right? You have to be a little crazy to want something that's different from anything you were taught was okay, was possible. And if I think about it, even the way I've lived my life has been crazy. The fact that I am not married right now and I'm not divorced and this is by choice is already crazy. The fact that I don't have kids, already crazy at this age. You know, there's so many things about my life right now that other people would think are crazy in good and bad ways, (laughs) in inspiring and disappointing ways. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So I guess this is not for the haters. <laughs> I hate people who say that. Um, no, honestly, I just feel like, yeah, when you want something, yeah, you're going to feel crazy. You're going to feel crazy. And people who don't understand are going to think that you're crazy. Even traveling, some people think is crazy. Someone was telling me, he's like, you know, I go to this place and everyone tells me, don't go. Like the locals will all be like, oh, it's really dangerous. You have to be really careful. And then you meet another traveler and the other traveler is like, oh, it's okay. You have to be a little careful, but it's not super dangerous. And of course, it's the locals who are going to say that it's really dangerous because they've probably never been there. Because the majority of people are comfortable where they are and they don't want to explore. They are afraid, you know, they are afraid. So you can't listen to those people who are afraid. You just can't. Even if you feel like you are out of your fucking mind sometimes, you can't listen to them. This is the end of my TED talk. (laughs) No, seriously. I don't know. Maybe I just needed to give myself a pep talk. Um, yeah. So that's it. That's all I got for now. I have an Instagram account. It's a This Lonely Bitch Podcast. This Lonely Bitch Podcast. If you can't spell any of those words, I don't know why you're listening to me. <laughs> no, but you should be able to find it. If you find it, and if you have anything you want to talk about, if you want to 
Is there something you want to hear? Are you tired of me talking about myself? Would you like to hear me talk more about calling in the one? Would you like to hear me talk about more of the other things I'm reading? Everything goes back to this process. Because this process is also helping me blossom in many different ways. If you have questions, you can submit them there. And if you have a better way of describing me, aside from known ho and walking red flag, I'd really appreciate it. (laughs) I could use the help. Okay? All right. Thank you for being here. Thank you for joining me on this journey. I hope it's fun for you like it's fun for me. As Vicky would say, ciao for now.